Welcome to episode 11, technically here, of uh, the 602 Rose Show. Uh, this is going to be week 8 picks. Uh, we did a, a recap episode last week, uh, taking a little bit of a, a different approach to the schedule, uh, since there's no fantasy impl- uh, impact from the mental all, at least in the leagues that we're going to be talking about. Um so this is for the next episode, which will air Tuesday night uh, on December fourteenth, I believe. Uh, so these are uh, it's it's the final three. It's home. It's the uh, overnights um, before we go down to down to two. So it's, it's fantasy sweet week, and we get to see uh, who goes to the fantasy sweep. What kind of strangeness happens there? I feel like we get to hear more of it than we see it. It's usually like a really a really close microphone and some heavy breathing. Um, <laughs> Maybe which, some things like falling off of tables. And yeah, <laughs> you know the uh, you now in past seasons we've had like the bottle of maple syrup bedside that is uh, mysteriously three quarters of the way gone the next morning. Uh, the windmill is another one of my my favorites. Um, you know, this show, no stranger to the drama and the nonsense. And believe it or not, when you're having sex with three partners in three nights, uh, nonsense continues. So, uh, up on your screen, you will see, in theory, the scoring. Here we go. Uh, nothing, nothing new. Uh, crying, fighting, all that stuff is good. Being anxious and getting sent home is bad. Uh, here you'll see the, uh, the pricing Nate at 50, Brandon at 41 and Joe at 40. Uh, you can pick any two. It's pick two of the final three. Uh, obviously chalk is probably the way to go. Uh, you'll see our picks in a minute here. Um, we talked a little bit on the last pick show of how someone who gets sent home could potentially outscore someone who stays talked through some of those scenarios uh, and ended up being a little bit broader after the, the rows and the send home, um, meaning you're better off keeping the guys who stay. All about the narrative, though. Uh, I know uh, we both have uh, some theories, Megan, about how this episode could potentially play out. Um, so while you might think, go chalk, take the two guys that move on, you could convince yourself into a scenario where you go a little off the beaten track, especially if you're chasing points. Uh, so I guess from there, Megan, before I jump to our lineups, uh, do you have any uh, any insights on, on the way this episode might play out as we move from uh, from the final three to the last two? Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I think, are you showing our picks right now? I can screen? right now. Picks on the screen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you, I mean, you and I both have the same picks, um, which are chalk at this point. Um, I think it's pretty well known that Nate and Brandon make it to the final two. Spoiler alert. Our, our, Spoilers. Um. But I think what, what you and I are kind of debating is why Joe goes home um, or how he goes home or how this episode kind of plays out for him, um, especially when like considering what narrative or how the editors are going to play that out and whether or not he can get points, more points than the two guys who stay. 
Um, so I think that, and we kind of talked about this a little bit in the last episode, that of the three guys, Joe is the most closed off and he is the most or the least likely to express his feelings openly and to talk about how much he cares about Michelle or talk about like that future that he envisions for them. Um, he's just like a much more low energy guy, especially compared to Brandon and Nate, who have already from the get go or from like a few weeks ago, even like told Michelle that they are all in, that they can totally do this. And they are high energy. And for both of them, she's already alluded to the fact that she can see futures with them and that she's falling for them. And while she said it for Joe as well, it just has like a different feel for me. And so I think Joe goes home and I think he goes home because that connection's just not there. And what she's looking for is she wants that reassurance. She wants someone who is going to tell her how much they care and to really be open with their feelings, especially because she's acknowledged that that's still hard for her to do. So I'll bridge from that for a moment here and go back to the scoring for everyone. You want to say, I'm in love, I'm falling in love, I'm falling for you. You want to talk about your future. You want to go to the fantasy suite. Um, These are where the major points are. So kind of what Megan's alluding to there about Joe being a little more closed off could have serious fantasy implications. Implications is the word I was trying to say earlier and I couldn't get in my head. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, saying I'm falling in love is six points a pop. Uh, so, even if it happens twice, even if, if Nate says it right before they go in the bedroom and again in the morning and Joe only says it once, that's that's a six-point difference. Um, and that could be the difference here. Um, I'll jump back into the picks. As Megan said, the same. We're straight chalk. Uh Kind of joked about the spoilers, but Nate Nate wins. Brandon's final two. Um, I'm pretty sure we said that last episode. Yeah, and, and I, I think we might have said it the first episode. But um, so really, Joe has to do something extraordinary to make up for the points of getting sent home, not getting a rose. Um, based on some of the footage we've seen and some of the interactions Joe and Michelle have had. I think Joe might self-eliminate. Um, so for Rose Show, not that big of a deal. Check your scoring system. Sometimes if you self-eliminate, it is just a massive blow. Uh, Rose Show, it's the same as getting sent home. Uh, so not necessarily a huge impact there, but if you're sending yourself home, if that's the way it plays out, you are missing out on the last 15 to 20 minutes of episode time where you could shore up some more points. Uh, so I just, I don't see a way I could get Joe in my lineup. Um, if it was real close and you were chasing in a league, having the exact same picks as everybody else isn't going to move you at all. So you might consider it there, but I think we end up in a situation where, where Brandon and Nate significantly outscored Joe. Yeah, I agree. Well, and if he does self-eliminate, I would imagine that he would do it before the fantasy suite too. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, which then cuts even more of his time off. Uh, you know, from a fantasy standpoint, you kind of have to assume that they're going to get equal-ish screen time. All three guys should have essentially the same amount of time. We've seen a good amount of footage uh, of all three of them remaining uh, in, in mm-hmm. one-on-one type situations. So safe to assume that he gets screen time. <laughs> uh, but you obviously want to maximize how much of it it is. Uh so again, pick two out of the three remaining guys. You see our picks there on the screen. Um, we'll do uh, 
you know, a full recap with finals picks after the next episode. A um, couple big things on deck for us as we wait for the uh, ABC BIOS to drop for Clayton's season. Uh, Megan, I know you haven't watched the Mentel all yet. Uh, they, they, they put pretty much everything out there. It's going to make fantasy pretty tough next season because uh, ABC just dropped just a boatload of spoilers in like a like a 60-second promo. Because they can, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we uh, suggested that no one watch that live, and then I went ahead and watched that live. Uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> go and give it a look, um, especially if, you're, if your fantasy scoring system had it in there. It's a disaster. It makes the rest of this show look like Oscar-worthy performances because it's just it's horrendous. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, a short episode this week as we just uh, go through our picks following the Mentel All. We'll be back next week with uh, with a full episode. Uh, and then again, as soon as ABC drops uh, Clayton's cast bios, we're ready to roll on that as well. We're, we're waiting for girl number seven who only eats uh-oh Oreos by taking half of the yellow part off. There's something stupid. They, we love the, love the cast bios and the nonsense that they, that they come up with to identify these girls. So as soon as that's ready to go, we'll drop that episode. Uh, we also want their shitty pictures too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and we have a, a couple other things on the channel ready to drop here in the next couple weeks. So uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for those and then we'll promo them here first. Since, since this is the flagship program being, being the only program, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, like, and subscribe and uh, good luck on your picture guys. Uh, hopefully you can pull out a, a miracle win or uh, in my case, you no know, coast to a victory and uh, happy picking. <laughs>